I'm not even going to say anything. I'm just going to smile. What a smile. What a smile. Because Arsenal have finally done it. Arsenal have signed Thomas Partey from Atletico Madrid on a five-year deal. Buzzing. Hello and welcome back to this very late edition of the Chronicles of Aguna. If you're wondering why I'm not shouting, oh, I don't want to wake my kid up because then I'll have to deal with him and I can't enjoy the fact that Arsenal have just signed Thomas Partey from Atletico Madrid. We brought you a stream earlier uh, where we kind of let you guys know what was happening with the situation. Um, credit to all the journalists who have been working really, really hard um, today because transfer deadline day is a, is a fucking nightmare for anyone that works in the industry. Um, yeah, I'm probably going to swear a bit more now, but it's late, so that's fine. Um, but yeah, credit to those guys who, who kept us up to date with everything today. Um, <laughs> I've got to give a little shout out to Fabrizio Romano because he just annoyed me today. He just irritated me. He was very much like, it's definitely not happening. It's definitely not happening. And then a few hours later, he's like, Thomas Partey's on a plane to London. Whereas the guys that were reliable from the beginning told us that Thomas Partey never came to London. So the Fabrizio Romano myth, forget about it, mate. You get some things right, but there's no way that guy can be in the know about every single club in world football. But forget about him because Arsenal have got their man finally. Now, it looked uh, as if it was touch and go, um, of course, we were going to have to work extremely hard behind the scenes to make it happen on deadline day. Um, but we've done it. And it just goes to show, doesn't it, to all those Arsenal fans that were kicking off yesterday and on Saturday and really having a moan about the club and saying that they're not backing Mikel Arteta. You know, you've also got to take into account when you when you consider all, all of the sort of, or the way this window's unfolded, we knew that Arsenal had to sell really to bring in uh, significant sort of business we knew that they had to move players out we knew that they were looking to move players out but a lot of those deals they never materialized in fact very few did you know Matteo Genduzzi's gone out on loan Lucas Torreira's gone out on loan two players that you'd argue that Arsenal probably thought at the end of last season that they'd be able to sell in the summer um, that wasn't to be the case with either of them Emi Martinez went out got a bit of money in for him but you know you can't say that the club are not backing Mikel Arteta when you've just seen them go out and spend 50 million euros despite not making those sales. Now, I'm no fan of the Cronkies, um, but fair is fair. And it's clear that something has gone on behind the scenes to make Arsenal be able to do this transfer. It's clear that, you know, when you go back to Mikel Arteta's press conference yesterday now and you, you look at it knowing... Now, you know, what was going to happen afterwards when he seemed so confident and optimistic that the club were going to do what they could to help him, to support him, to get the players he wants. You can understand why now, because clearly those conversations had taken place. Clearly, he was given assurances that the club were going to find a way of doing this deal. And, you know, a lot of people had their hearts set on, on Hussein Mawar. Me, I was always leaning towards Thomas Partey. And you can go back on previous shows and you'll, and you'll hear that. 
He's very much someone I wanted to see join the club. The kind of player whose profile I think fits Arsenal perfectly. He fits us in terms of, of, of what he'd bring to the team. So his athleticism, his fighting qualities, he's, he's decent on the ball. Um, he is very box to box, gets up and down the pitch, contributes at both ends of the pitch, which I think is important. Um, but he just, you know, you look at him and you see a solid midfield player. And that's something Arsenal have been missing for years and years and years. So I'm absolutely delighted with this one. Um, we kind of got the feeling that it was it was going to happen sort of this afternoon. But obviously, of course, knowing the time constraints and knowing that Arsenal were fighting against the clock to get this done, there was an element of, of nervousness. Um, fortunately... Arsenal didn't leave it too long after the window closed. Of course, the window closed at 11 and at 11.15, uh, Arsenal announced it, which was brilliant because I, I was worried that we were maybe going to have to go to bed not knowing and, and have to come back to this one tomorrow whilst we wait for an announcement. Let's go and have a look at, at what Arsenal have uh, posted on their website and then we'll come to the live comments to get some of you guys' thoughts as well. Don't forget to smash the like button if you haven't already. Um, as you can probably tell by my face, I am, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm half asleep, but we have to do a stream. It was well worth it. And I also want to point you guys actually in the direction, before I forget, of some excellent articles that have gone up on the chroniclesafc.com website today um, by Jay Bayford, by Luke. There's, there's some great stuff on there, some great content, some really interesting reads. So do head over to chroniclesafc.com and check those out. Right, let's uh, let's share with you guys uh, the screen and we'll have a look at arsenal.com's uh, little piece on Thomas Partey. Uh, welcome to Arsenal. Thomas Partey, they say. Brilliant stuff. Um, the 27-year-old midfielder has been with Atletico since 2012, making 188 appearances, in which time he won both the Europa League and the Super Cup in 2018 and was a Champions League runner-up in 2016. So plenty of top-level experience. And that is another reason why I kind of lean towards Thomas Partey over Hussein Mawai. He's a lot more experienced. He's been there with a big European side, um, with a manager who tactically is very astute, um, who demands the maximum. And, and, you know, I know that Simeone and Arteta are not exactly the same, but a lot of their principles are the same. Um, and so that will obviously stand him in good stead coming into this football club. Um, it says last season, the Ghana International made 46 appearances for Atletico, playing a key role in their third place finishing the Liga and reaching the quarterfinals of the Champions League. He's also spent time with Mallorca and Almeria and has made 29 international appearances for Ghana. Here is what Edu had to say. Edu says, Thomas has all the right attributes to be a top player for Arsenal. He's a leader on and off the pitch and he ex is exactly the kind of player and person we want at the club. We already feel like we know Thomas very well based on the work we have done, analysing his performances closely in recent times. That was reported that Arsenal went and watched Thomas Partey at least 20 times before triggering this release clause. So he's not somebody who's just come out of the blue. He is somebody who has very much been on the club's radar for a long, long time. And now we finally have our man. After all that scouting, after all that hard work behind the scenes, Arsenal finally made this happen. 
Edu goes on to say, with his all-round game and positive aggressive style, he will be a brilliant addition to our squad. We've made a strong start to the season and we want to continue to build on this with Thomas now part of the club. Mikel Arteta said, we have been watching Thomas for a while, so we're now delighted to add such a high quality player to our squad. He's a dynamic midfielder with great energy. He brings a lot of experience from a top club that has competed at the highest level in La Liga and the Champions League for several years. We're very impressed with his attitude and his approach to the game. He's an intelligent footballer and we're looking forward to him integrating into our system and contributing to the progress we're building at the moment at the club. He'll wear the number 18 shirt um, and he will join up with his new teammates next week after he returns from international duty with Ghana. Um, so Thomas Partey is a gooner. That's the breaking news tonight. That's the biggest news. Um, let's quickly round up as well what else has happened and then we'll come back uh, to you guys' comments because there have been some other movements uh, with regards to Arsenal today. So it is worth uh, touching on that stuff as well. Um, it shouldn't go unnoticed. Uh, let me just uh, bring those bits and pieces up. So, of course, um, we have to talk about Matteo Genduzzi. Matteo Genduzzi has left the club. He will play for Hertha Berlin this season. He's joined them on loan. Um, and it looks like he will return at the end of that loan deal. Uh, but, of course, uh, he will only have one year remaining on his Arsenal contract then. Hertha Berlin are an interesting one because they kept loaning uh, Gruic from Liverpool in the centre of midfield and obviously they've not been able to keep hold of him and now they've turned to Matteo Genduzzi. So a club renowned for picking up centre midfielders on loan. I'm surprised that that link wasn't put together uh, a little bit earlier in the window. Um, as far as Ser Kalasinac is concerned, well, we know that there were talks ongoing with Arsenal uh, with Arsenal and Bayer Leverkusen about him potentially going there. Leverkusen's preference was a loan with an obligation to buy him next season, but Arsenal were not happy with that. So a deal has not been done. That move fell through uh, this afternoon. So Ser Kalasinac remains an Arsenal player. Lucas Torreira has joined Atletico Madrid on loan for the season. Um, that was, of course, confirmed pretty much at the same time as, as Thomas Partey to Arsenal was confirmed. But uh, there is no obligation and there is no option either to buy the player at the end of the season. So if Atletico are impressed with Lucas Torreira and they want to keep hold of him, they will have to do a completely new negotiation. Around about 10 o'clock, uh, we, were, we were hearing that William Saliba was in advanced talks and Arsenal were in advanced talks with Saint-Etienne about him returning there for another season on loan. However, I've not heard anything since. I would imagine it's probably not been done on time um, because I think we would have heard about it if it was. But at this moment, uh, I don't know of any deal uh, that will take William Saliba out, which is a little bit strange because, you know, it was very clear that the club kind of felt that that was um, the way forward. Uh, for Saliba, it was for him to go back out on loan, uh, for him to, to you know, to get back to France for family reasons, etc., etc. But a lot of the reliable sources are, are reporting that actually we don't know what's happened with that. Whether it was done in time remains to be seen. Thomas Partey's contract, I said at the top of the show, was a five-year deal. Um, it's a four-year deal with the option of a further year. So that totals five, but it is uh, initially a four-year deal. So just wanted to clarify that for you guys. 
Right, let's go over to some of the live comments and then we'll have a little bit more party chat um, and then uh, we'll get off to bed. Uh, big hello to Garvin, uh, to Gabriel. He says, uh, yes, yes, we did it. Ivan says, party time. Uh, Arsenal Granny says, you are working overtime, Harry. I am. But uh, the great thing is with there being, you know, it sounds stupid because I always used to be one of those people that moaned about international breaks. But now um, I'm really looking forward to this one because once sort of the transfer deadline uh, day reaction kind of dies down, I've got a few easier days in my path and a few free evenings, which is a rarity for me nowadays. So looking forward to putting my feet up, chilling out uh, and taking a little bit of a break uh, from football. Um, that's not to say there won't be podcasts. Of course there will. There'll be lots to talk about. We can talk about how to best embed Thomas Partey in this team, amongst other things. So plenty of content coming your way, but without that pressure that deadline day brings. Uh, Dave Atkinson says, it's party time. Wayne Hennessy, welcome to the party. Uh, Niall says, yes, Harry, buzzing to game changer of a sign-in. Absolutely. Um, Jay Amin says, finally, not going to lie, going to miss the daily transfer updates, though. We'll find something else to bring you daily. Don't worry about that, mate. Um, I've just skipped past a load of comments, for God's sake. Uh, here we go. Xander says, amazing night. Top four is on. Uh, Garvin John says, jackpot party. Philip Bevan says, fair play, Arsenal. Got it done. Lastminute.com. But you got it done and made me look foolish for doubting it would happen. It's all good, though. I don't mind admitting when I'm wrong. Yeah, look, Arsenal deserve an immense amount of credit for, for getting this deal done so swiftly. Now, you can sit there and you can say that uh, a while was the priority and we, we failed in that. Others will say that Arsenal failed in moving out players. But at the end of the day, it was clear that we had two priority transfer targets this summer. We've ended up with one of them. We've brought, in my opinion, someone who looks like a very good young centre-half. Willian has come in to add extra squad depth. Sabios has returned and we were a lot better side with... Um, with Mikel Arteta at the helm. So there's plenty of reasons to be positive, plenty of reasons to be excited. And I'm looking forward to what this season will bring now. Um, yeah, fair play to Arsenal for getting this done. But I do think that the conversations about doing this were very much sort of settled yesterday. Because when you look back at it, I know I said it already, but when you look back at how confident Mikel Arteta seemed that the club were going to go above and beyond to help him and to get the player he wanted you got that impression that he knew that yesterday and that Arsenal had sort of lined up a lot of things um, in order to get this sort of rolling early doors uh, today and then get that deal done in time which is brilliant um, Top Tech says party time finally we've got drive and athleticism in the centre of midfield uh, Xander says AFC belt is a supreme don agreed um afc bell deserves a massive shout out twitter account um on top of it all along um everything he said was was absolutely spot on so fair play um femi says i told tom on guna talk seven months ago that party that was done but nobody believes me because i'm not a journalist but look today i'm buzzing fantastic stuff uh wayne says this is a big sign in femi says i'm really pleased big gunner is buzzing um, Marble Horse TV says I'm buzzing we got Partey but must say it's an average window overall should have got rid of the Deadwood but it's an okay window not shit I slightly disagree I feel like you're being a little bit harsh I mean you can't make people take players that you don't want like you can't make somebody offer 
the money for them. Those players are there because of bad mistakes in the past. Those players have very lucrative contracts and they will obviously not want to move on. They'll want to continue earning what they're earning, you know, comfortable where they are. Why would they accept a move and why would somebody pay for a player who we've ridiculed think is absolutely shit and want out of our club do you know what I mean it's it's not always as simple as saying move on the dead wood you can want to move them on you can try to move them on but there has to be a buyer as with anything that is sold if there's no interest from a buyer then a deal doesn't get done it's that simple um what else have we got here? Uh, Philip Bevan says, Harry, do you think this was the plan all along to leave the parte deal late because they wanted to leave all their options open? I don't think the plan was to leave it as late as they did. Um, but I do think they probably went bigger on Awa first because they knew that the parte thing was there to fall back on. They were well aware of the fact that, of course, the release clause was there and that the release clause wasn't going to change. They knew what they had to do for Thomas Parte. There wasn't any negotiating. In fact, Atletico Madrid, from my understanding, didn't even know that Arsenal had done that, that Arsenal had triggered the clause until they got a call from the league. And they were very upset about that um, from the reports that are coming out of Spain, in particular, Diego Simeone. And can you blame him? You know, a few hours before the deadline closes, you hear that one of your key players is is being moved on. It's a very strange system in Spain. It's very different. Um, when it comes to a release clause, you go to the league to deal with it, not the club. Uh, so you go to the league, you inform them of your intention. The payment is made to the league, is from what I understand. And they pass that subsequently on to the club. So... It is a very, very different system, a very different way of working. But it does mean that if you don't have big enough release clauses in place and you don't protect yourself properly, like Atletico Madrid um, haven't done here, then you you can have this happen to you. And understandably, they're upset, but it's their own fault. And Arsenal were ruthless and Arsenal got in there and done the business that they need. Uh, KG Leoma says, welcome to the party. I've got to read one out actually from uh, from Andy Paps. Uh, before I forget, uh, where is it? Where is it? Great line. I'm not even going to take the credit for this because it's such a good line. He deserves the full credit. He says, um, sacked the Gunnosaurus and replaced him with the Garnosaurus. Love that. Love that. Thomas Partey is a gooner. Uh, let's see what else we've got. Uh, Michael Moscow says, I hope he's worth all the hype he is getting. He's a fantastic player. Um, undoubtedly he's going to take a bit of time to settle in the fact that he can't join up with the squad straight away isn't ideal um but you know i think that he definitely adds a lot um definitely adds a lot to this team gray says hey harry we both said we would pick party over a while but hope we can go back in for a while in january um yeah but you you know you, i don't think you can really plan that far ahead if i'm honest you know we might find someone else who we think is better value um, then, then Hussemawa, by the time January comes along, we might even hold off till next summer, given that Arsenal have gone big on this Thomas Partey deal. So I wouldn't get your hopes up about Awa coming in January. It, it could happen. It might happen. Um, but I'm very much of opinion that you only do big business in January if you're desperate. Otherwise, uh, you look to the summer and I think this will probably be it now in terms of significant incomings uh, for this season. I'd love to be wrong, but it's just my feeling. Uh, Lund Burkamp says, Oi, oi, welcome to the party. Fires says, Pace, power, electric and elegant. Um, let's see. 
Rydog says, can we talk about how Arsenal didn't actually get taken to task by Atleti, but the other way around? Yeah. And and I've been moaning, actually, um, for a few days now about the fact that I felt we were kind of getting bullied into letting Lucas Torreira go without it being of any benefit to us in in our chase for Thomas Partey. But that obviously wasn't the case because we've got our man. Um, they got their man, but they didn't get their man till after we got ours. Um, you know, I know they had to move a player on, etc., etc. But Arsenal had the last laugh here. Arsenal were the ones uh, who who got the the better end of the deal. Obviously, we've paid uh, you know forty five odd million pounds for it. But he's a player that you can tell from Mikel Arteta's comments. You can tell from Edu's comments that the club really, really wanted to sign, really, really wanted to bring in. Guys, uh, don't forget if you haven't already, let's check in um, on the likes particularly if you're watching us on YouTube um excuse me for a minute while I just check my uh while I just check my phone there we go uh let's see how many of you are tuned in with us at the moment there's over 300 of you watching us across the multiple platforms but there are only 67 likes come on guys let's get a like if you're happy that Thomas Partey is a gooner I can't believe we're talking about Thomas Partey signing and you haven't smashed that like button yet so please do hit it if you haven't already as well subscribe to the channel we're approaching 10,000 subscribers on YouTube alone which is incredible so make sure you hit the like and subscribe button uh, T says, I'm over the moon. What a brilliant signing for us. Partey, an absolute machine that has great feet and can play football. Don Edu didn't let us down. He absolutely didn't. And, uh, you know, I I'm really glad to hear that because I have read some absolute shit on social media um, about Edu and about the fact that he, he essentially messed this window up, which to me is absolute nonsense when you consider that we went into this transfer window thinking Arsenal were absolutely skint, that we had no money available, um, haven't really been able to sell players for any significant amount, yet we've managed to get Thomas Partey, Gabriel, Willian, Ceballos back. I think we've done really, really good business. Um, you know, and add to that, that we laid out a lot of money last season. I know that some of that hasn't always worked out well, and but the money did go out. Um, and we did sort of commit to massive structured payments uh, for certain other players as well. And that was nothing to do with Mikel Arteta. But if you're to believe the reports that the Cronkies have helped in this, uh, have found a way of freeing up those funds to allow Arsenal to do this deal, then that is something that they've never done before. And so if anyone deserves credit, or if any two people deserve credit for persuading them to do that, it is Edu and it is Mikel Arteta. So for that, they deserve immense credit because the pair, I, I, I fully believe in them. I, I really think they're, they're both excellent um, and I really look forward to what the future holds with those two guys at the helm. Um, Yash Doshi says, get rid of Mustafi and Socrates and we have got on a great transfer window. My understanding is that it was very... Um, clear that Arsenal were trying to move Socrates on today, but that didn't materialise. Also with Mustafi, we know that they've been open to offers for him as well, but with a player being injured as well, that doesn't help. It makes it obviously more difficult too. The thing is though with Mustafi, and and, and I'm, I'm going to say something that's probably going <laughs> to wind a few people up, but as much as he gets stick and as much as he gets criticism, the reality is that had he been fit now, he would have been playing instead of Rob Holding and Rob Holding would have gone out on loan. Now, how do I know that? Because 
Mikel Arteta always picked <laughs> Mustafi over Rob Holding. It's as simple as that. And I actually thought that in a back three, a bit like David Lewis, in a back three, he looks half decent, um, particularly on the right side. Um, very comfortable at playing the ball out is Godran Mustafi for all his other faults. So, yeah, I honestly believe that. I think that he would have been playing games ahead of Rob Holding had he not picked up that injury. And then we might have been talking about Rob Holding potentially joining Newcastle or whoever else was linked on loan. Um, Martin Brooks says, can't wait until someone puts a microphone in front of Diego Simeone. He must be fuming right now. Yeah, look, he is. Um, all the reports coming out of Spain suggest that Atletico are a little bit disappointed in the way that Arsenal went about this. They didn't inform the club of their intention uh, necessarily. They thought there was a good relationship between the two clubs, given the sort of Lucas Torreira negotiations. But business is business. And it's nice to see Arsenal be ruthless. It's nice to see Arsenal go out there and essentially take advantage of something to 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 get to get something over the line, to get our player in. Diego Simeone will be disappointed. He's a key player in his eyes. He's someone that um, he, he really trusts, someone who's been with him for a few years now. I guess from uh, from Simeone's perspective, I think he's a little bit upset with the player um, and with the player's camp for not notifying him about it either. That's what I'm reading. I don't know how true that is, but look, you lose a, a key player to your side just hours before the deadline comes then you're going to be disappointed then understandably so I'm not sure I'd like to be the one to piss off Diego Simeone but I'm <laughs> I'm glad the club have uh, have been ruthless there um let's see what else we've got here uh, Rydog I love the idea of Simeone throwing a fit should have negotiated um that's that's another point you know a lot of people were saying well good Atletico deserved this because they wouldn't negotiate with us why would they They've been clear throughout this process that they don't want to sell the player. So why did anyone think they were going to be open to negotiations? They they wanted to keep him. They can't do anything about the release clause. So it was meet the release clause or bust. Eventually, Arsenal met the release clause, which is fantastic. Excellent news. But I don't get this notion that Atletico were were wrong not to negotiate with us earlier on in the window. The fact is, they didn't want to sell him. Why would they negotiate to sell someone they simply don't want to lose? Um, let's see, let's see. Lots of you uh, buzzing in the comments. Uh, Rahul says, hi, Harry, it's party time. Gunnosaurus's sacrifice will not be in vain. Agreed, agreed. Um, what else have we got here? Um Dappy says, uh, Ed Masterclass, hope he gels with the rest of the team. I'm sure he would. Uh, I'm sure he will. I'm sure he'll be fine. Um, Moosh Manial says, morning, Harry. Where do you think Arteta plays him in his system? Or is he more of a defensive midfielder or a bit more centrally forward as a midfielder? Big love from Australia. Thank you for tuning in, mate. Um, I... Uh I think that he probably comes into a, a midfield three. And I'm saying that as... I'm basing that on what I would do. I would bring him into a midfield three. And we've seen Granit Xhaka often drop into that sort of third central defensive position when Arsenal kind of def are defending or, or slightly change shape. So I'd like to see him alongside Ceballos as a midfield pair with Xhaka being the third midfielder when we've got the ball and maybe dropping back into that and slotting in to fill a hole and making us a bit of a sort of a back three again when we don't have the ball. It'd be interesting, but I'm going to do a whole 
another video on that at some point during this international break i'm going to go through thomas Partey in detail we're going to look at some of his stats some of his heat maps i'll be sharing with you guys where i think he should be playing how he should be deployed and you guys can let me know your thoughts of course in the comments right um i'm going to jump off in a few minutes because i am knackered um been at it since very very early this morning so looking forward to a good night's sleep in the knowledge that thomas Partey is a gooner but before i do that um i want you guys to let me know in the live chat where you are partying from um so let me know in the live chat where you're joining us from love doing this it's always a bit of fun fire away now let us know um where it is uh, you are watching us from or listening to us from and uh, where are you enjoying your late night party um yeah because uh, you, you could you could see it in my eyes i'm absolutely finished um i'm even in my living room rather than in the studio today because um everyone's gone to bed and i was just chilling out watching sky sports news waiting for this to happen i say chilling out as much as you can on transfer deadline day as a football writer but there you go uh right let's go over let's have a look uh where you guys are joining us from uh, emmanuel from south london jason burke is in melbourne uh guns and yellow ribbons big hello to fergus check out his podcast too um he says great work today mate get some rest uh delinga is joining us from abu dhabi dwtt is partying in new jersey Hugo's in Vancouver. Um, Razak is from Ghana, Kumasi. Uh, Gautam is joining us from Toronto. D is in Seattle. Uh, Shivdeep is in Paderborn. Um, da -da 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 -da. What else have we got? Daniel Costa Tottenham. <laughs> Don't worry, mate. It's, it's not that bad. It, well, it's not your fault, I should say. <laughs> um, I'll go to Tottenham sometimes when I fancy chicken and chips. Chicken all the way there you go there are some good things about that place uh mandeep says uh, redbridge fella lovely uh ali's joining us from wales uh rahil is in luxembourg george is in adelaide um rydog is in west coast canada it's not even supper time here yet it is midnight here uh philip is in newport south wales um he's having a lockdown party <laughs> Uh, David is in Michigan. Um, Gray is in Broxbourne. Uh, Jack the Ripper is in Belgium and needs to get up in about four hours. You better get some sleep, mate. Um, but yeah, I feel your pain. I've got an early start tomorrow as well, but it is what it is. Uh, big hello to Riddy, who's joining us from Canterbury. Juan Carlos is in Miami. Uh, Lamin is partying in Gambia. Uh, Mandeep is in Redbridge, East London. Graves in Kent, India, London, Jersey. Um, wow. So many people joining us at the moment. Um, from all over the world. <laughs> Mordor. <laughs> uh, Dan is working his night shift in, in Wales. Ryan is in Wuhan. Uh, Adeleke is in... Um, in dublin um mr porkville is in ireland as well fantastic stuff hola from tijuana as well jamaica brilliant um gino corleone says hi bro i really appreciate what you're doing and i respect what you do for us it's much much better than AFTV with marsway thank you for being you and honest thank you very much mate for your kind words uh, joseph is in winnipeg uh, mohammed is in sweden big hello to mandeep as well Daniel Costa knows about Chick King. Uh, India, Sweden, Port Elizabeth, 
Um, Leslie's watching us from India and it's 4 a.m. there. Wow. Uh, Stapes is in Peckham near the old Kent Road. Um, what else have we got here? Kurdistan, South Acton. Uh, just, oh, I hate it when I do that. I skip through. Uh, Alan is joining us from Sydney. Um, the Oquera is doing the party from Equatorial Guinea. Sweden again. Um, Trinidad. Um, Ethiopia. Sweden. Sydney. Sierra Leone. Liberia. Wow. Brilliant stuff. Right. Um, hold on. Got a question here from uh, Matt Kushi. Um Spurs fan, so I'll answer this one. Um, who has had a better window, Spurs or Arsenal? You're probably expecting me to say Arsenal, um, and then you can have a go as to why uh, why you don't think that is the case. Because, look, Tottenham have had a good window. There's no doubt about that. Um, obviously, the addition of Gareth Bale is, is brilliant. Not entirely sure he's going to be as effective as he was previously, but it's still a good signing. Uh, Hoiberg is, is uh, you know, he plugs a hole. He does a job, a job that, that Spurs, uh, you know, really needed. Then you're talking about Doherty coming in, Joe Hart. Look, I think Tottenham have addressed positions they needed to. But the only question mark I would have is that some of the, some of the players they've got, I don't think are top, top quality. So when I say that, I'm talking about Joe Hart. I'm talking about Doherty. I know you don't always get a top quality second choice goalkeeper, but... I, I don't know if I would have if I would have gone for Joe Hart. I don't know if he's better than Gazaniga. I don't know if Doherty is, is really up to it. If you want to challenge for the top four, I don't think Hoiberg is that great. I'm not saying it's a bad window for Spurs because it isn't. I just, I feel like they've addressed the right positions, but I don't know if they've got the right calibre of player. Reguilon, though, does, does look a really, really interesting player. So, decent window for Spurs, but we're not here to talk about Spurs. And who gives a shit about Spurs, to be honest? But thank you for your question, mate. Thank you for tuning in. Um, right. Thank you to every single one of you who has joined us. There's over 400 of you watching at the moment across the multiple platforms, which is incredible considering the time. Um, so thank you uh, so much for your continued support. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow with another live podcast. So really, really looking forward to that. And uh, until then, take care, have a great sleep and enjoy your parties uh, wherever you are this evening. Arsenal have done it. Thomas Partey is a gunner. Um, one of our priority targets done. When everybody thought we weren't going to do anything today, we've got the biggest one over the line. Absolutely buzzing. Until next time, take care. Good night.